everyone. Welcome to The Flop, podcast hosted by the most frustrated person in the world, Ines. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Um, so last night on Twitter, uh, I mean not on Twitter, on Instagram, if you don't follow my Instagram, it's double I N E S dot MP3. Um, I had a little bit of a rant talking about censorship and what people in America mainly are saying about censorship, but a lot of people are sharing this argument in general. Not just the fascists, a lot of people are agreeing that, to a certain extent, Donald Trump has been and is being censored. Um, let's start off by saying this depends on a lot, and I mean a lot of things, and I'm going to go through and then give you the conclusion of my argument, and I am arguing in favor of he is not being censored. Okay, so the first thing people started complaining about is Twitter started putting a little bit of a block onto his tweets where you couldn't just directly see his tweets. It would say a message with the words, um, this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. However, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible. And you can click view and you can look at the, at the tweet. So that was the first thing that happened on Donald Trump's Twitter. And people were a little bit frustrated. But you know what? At the end of the day, it was still open. You could still click on it and you could still look at it. Now, recently, in recent times, Donald Trump's Twitter has just been completely um, closed off. It has been completely suspended slash completely deleted. I think Twitter has no intention of giving back his account, um, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, in that moment, the Trump supporters jumped onto Twitter and, and onto other social media to address the situation, saying that they were censoring him and they were breaking the First Amendment of the country, of, of the United States of America, and that Twitter was not allowed to do that. Okay? So I want to start off building my argument by reading you all the definition of what censorship is because I feel like this is very important for you all to understand. Now, when it comes to definitions, there's a lot of asterisks, there's a lot of footnotes, and there's a lot of references that you can make when reading a definition. Like, yes, this is true, but blank. Yes, this is true, but blank. Okay? So I'm going to make a few of those because I feel like they are very, very important, not only to my argument, but in general, because if you read on, like the, the primary definition doesn't explain everything that needs to be explained, but I will just read it for the sake of reading it. And it says, censorship is the my God, censorship is the suppression of speech, public communication or other information on the basis that such material is considered objectionable, harmful, sensitive or inconvenient. Censorship can be conducted by governments, private institutions and other controlling bodies. 
my asterisk comes right after objectionable, objectionable, harmful, sensitive, or inconvenient asterisks. Now, censorship as a general term, as a general term, can be you know when you bleep out fuck in a TV show. Oh my god, that fuck was censored. Yes, it was censored. And who owns that TV show? Well, probably a private company. And therefore, what that person said was censored. That is a, like a minor case of censorship, okay? Now, if we move on to private institutions, a lot of these private institutions that we talk about, whether that is a social media um, company or... Um, I don't know, a book publishing company or a journal or a blog or, you know, a newspaper. These things tend to have rules. And what does that mean? That those rules are laid out to show you if you break these, we will censor your information. But if you don't break this, we're not censoring any of your information because you yourself are following the rules. Now, before I get on to Twitter's rules, because I, I want to focus mainly on Twitter because that's where the biggest issue is. Obviously, he's been banned in a lot of social media and you guys can search up the list. The list is all over the place. No, you know what? I, in fact, I'm going to search it up myself. Um, okay, so here's the list of apps and uh, platforms that have censored, in brackets, um, Donald Trump as as a as a topic as an account as all of that twitter reddit twitch google youtube facebook instagram snapchat apple discord pinterest tiktok shopify so um by the way shopify just like basically banned any kind of merch that's being sold on there about donald trump so why is the biggest issue twitter I believe that Twitter is the biggest issue because it's a political platform, generally. It is used as a political platform, you know, it's also used for, you know, normal leisure stuff like uh, the stan activity and stuff like that. But it is a political platform because a lot of politicians use it and um, it is very useful to discuss political ideas because it's quite a liberal app and it lets you talk about mostly everything. What does it not let you talk about? We'll get on to that. But first, I want to talk about the argument that his supporters are making that this also breaks the First Amendment. And I think they think that censorship and the First Amendment go hand in hand when they do not. I am going to read you the First Amendment, which if you guys don't know, the First Amendment has always been said to be freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, it's Article 1, First Amendment, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that everyone knows that. But when I read it, I was like, oh, actually, it's not freedom of speech. It's something else. It's freedom of speech to a certain extent. And I'll read it to you. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Now, it's a lot of old English, it's a lot of wiffy waffy you know, these were white men 
politicians, obviously it's hard to understand. But what it's saying is that Congress is not allowed to prohibit these things. Congress. Am I Congress? No. Is Twitter Congress? No. Is Reddit Congress? No. You know who is Congress? Donald Trump. Therefore, no one's breaking the First Amendment because he technically is the head of that First Amendment right in this moment because he is the head of the Congress. So besides that whole abstract concept of who is Congress, who owns Congress, all of this, which can be very difficult to um, explain, understand, um, I think it's hard even for me to understand. But what I'm trying to get to here is no one can really break the First Amendment except for the Congress. The first line says, Congress shall make no law. Congress, underline that word, because it's them. They can't do these things. They can't stop your freedom of speech. They can't stop the freedom of the press, right? Um, so that's put simply. So now if we put censorship hand in hand with the First Amendment, then Congress, which is the government conducted by the government, cannot suppress speech, public communication or other information on the basis that such material is considered objectionable, harmful, sensitive or inconvenient, right? This whole waffle that I've just said basically proves my point that what you are saying means that Twitter has done nothing wrong. Okay? Now, let's say after I said this, you realized, okay, I was wrong about the First Amendment, which I, I was wrong about it. I didn't realize the First Amendment basically meant that Congress can't do shit. Um, however, Let's say censorship, which in the definition highlights that private institutions can conduct censorship. Unless, in my definition and what I think everyone would agree with, there are a set of rules that tell you what you can and cannot do. If you do what is not allowed, well, it's much like breaking the law. You are breaking the law because the law given to you by this private institution is saying that you can't do these things. Now, let's talk about Twitter first. Twitter is an American microblogging and social networking service on which users post and interact with messages known as tweets. Registered users can post, like, and retweet tweets, but unregistered users can only read them, so on and so forth. What is Twitter? Twitter is an incorporation. What does incorporation means mean? It's formed into a legal corporation. And what is a corporation? A large company or group of companies authorized to act as a single et entity and recognized as such in the law. It's just a company. Um, so is Twitter a private organization? Just like as a question, is it a private organization? The answer is, surprisingly, Yes, it is. It's a fucking private organization, guys. Okay? Um, it's, um, it's in the sense of it's, it's owned by, by people, not by the government. It is a public on organization in the sense that you can buy shares of it, but that, that doesn't mean shit in the sense of, like, governmental kind of shit. 
So basically, yeah, that's, I think I've explained it quite clearly. So if we go on to the Twitter set of rules, let's start off with things that I believe Donald Trump hasn't really done. Maybe he's done in private sides of his life, but that's not what I'm talking about here. <laughs> I'm talking about he hasn't done on Twitter. And the rules say, for safety, you are not allowed to post any kind of child sexual explo- exploitation. They say we have zero tolerance for child sexual exploitation on Twitter. Done. You can't do that. Suicide or self-harm, you may not promote or encourage suicide or self-harm. Has Donald Trump done that? I mean, he has told a few people to kill themselves, but I think generally, let's just say he has not done that, okay? Um, Illegal or certain regulated goods or services, you may not use our services for any unlawful purpose or in furthering illegal activities. This includes selling, buying, or facilitating transactions in illegal goods or services, as well as certain types of regulated goods or services. Basically, don't sell drugs. Um, he I hasn't used Twitter to sell drugs. Now, we're going to go on to what the rules he has broken. Okay, He's broken the number one rule it's the first one that comes up on violence you may not threaten violence against an individual or a group of people we also prohibit the glorification of violence learn more about our violent threat and glorification of violence policies i would go into them but they're very long and all you need to know is with that tiny thing donald trump has broken those rules terrorism and violent extremism you may not threaten or promote terrorism or violent extremism. Donald Trump has clearly done that. Abuse and harassment. You may not engage in targeted harassment of someone or incite other people to do so. This includes wishing or hoping that someone experiences physical harm. Donald Trump has definitely done that. Hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against, threaten or harass other people on the basis of race has done that, ethnicity has done that, national origin has done that, caste, I don't know what that is, sexual orientation definitely has done that, gender might have done that, gender identity has done that, religious affiliation has done that, age has done that with Biden, disability probably has done that, or serious disease has done that with COVID. Do I need to go on? I don't think I have to. So, These are rules put in place by this private organization to maintain the safety on their platform. If you break these rules, your account will be terminated, okay? I have a Twitter. I have a lot of mutuals on Twitter, if you guys don't know what that is. On Twitter, when you follow someone, they follow you back. That's mutual because you're mutual friends kind of thing. Um, and I talk to a lot of them and I get along very well with a lot of them and whenever any of them have broken these rules and have been reported for it, their account gets terminated. Now tell me why politicians would have any other different treatment. Twitter has put up with Donald Trump's shit for the past four years and they have said, okay, 
let's just let them do it, let them do it, let them do it. So then they started blocking a little bit of information because either the information was wrong or again, it was breaking one of these safety rules. If my account would be terminated for doing any of these, why shouldn't his account be terminated for doing any of these? That is not censorship. That is simply breaking a rule put forward by a private organization. And they have said, you break these, we take your account away. It is a trade. You do this, you get this in return. Okay? Why do I believe that Donald Trump is not being censored in any way? At all. Zero. I'll explain. Donald Trump, at any moment, can step outside of his house and there will be thousands upon thousands of articles about how he stepped out of his fucking door. You know? What does that mean? That he's clearly not being censored because we can still get information about anything and everything he's doing. The fact that he is being... Like, people are reporting on the fact that he's being blocked from these, like, social media platforms proves that there is no censorship there is none because people are talking about him and he's talking and he's you know he can do whatever he wants there is nothing stopping him from doing these things the only time really he would be completely censored is if the government which he is currently the head of comes out and says no one is to talk about to publicize or to write about Donald Trump. And that's that. That is the only time this man will ever completely be censored and will ever completely be stripped of his First Amendment. I hope you, this made it easier to understand. Now, I want to include some of my personal views on on Donald Trump and what he's done and all of that. Why do we allow things that Donald Trump does to be pushed aside and and talked about like, um, you know, uh, well, he said this, yes, it's a bit extreme, but he's our president, so he is no better he he is he is worse than those muslims that americans seem to be so afraid of those terrorists he himself is a terrorist his actions what he's doing what he, what he's putting out into his m- social medias and into his speeches they are just as bad as those terrorists that killed all your beloved family members in 911 i'm sorry but it's true this man incited violence to a gr- to a massive scale to his own country does that not worry you if you are so proud of your america and you want to make it great why is this person telling you to destroy exactly what keeps this incredible country in quotes incredible country together which is the capital why is he telling you destroy this which you have always looked up to. In fact, most of the time, that's what you guys resort to. The law. 
your the Declaration of Independence, your amendments, all of this. You don't think that if you destroy the capital, all those things will be stripped away. And then you're going to have Muslims and, and black people and, and people that identify as frogs running around. Those exact arguments that you say are protected by the thing that you tried to destroy a week ago. And I hope that if any of you agree with his views, what I'm saying is making you understand, right? What That you guys are completely contradicting exactly what you thought you were in favor of. This man, all of a sudden, has complete control of you to, to a point where it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense anymore. What, what he wants, what he's selling you, and what you are doing, no longer correlate. Um, I also do want to say that... Uh, I, I just... I don't know anymore. This is just a very crazy situation, which... We always say, like, come on, guys, it's the year 2021, and, and we still can't get our shit together. Well, clearly not. <laughs> Clearly not. We have a man that is leading one of, if not the most powerful country in the world, who is willing to destroy it in a matter of seconds. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's really all I have to say. Something else I, I found incredibly interesting um, after the elections was people brought to my attention obviously this is something that we almost normalized after so much time when donald trump won during those four years and even now obviously people drive around with his flag um have merch like is they're constantly wearing his like hats his shirts his this his that his whatever and they are constantly talking about him and and as if he's a god you don't see people do that with Biden. And I I know that a lot of people probably realize this and are like, bitch, where have you been, obviously? But it's it's true. Like, I had it almost normalized that, you know, yeah, the people are wearing the president's merch. That's not, <laughs> that's not normal at all. Like, most people do, like, you don't see me walking around with, like, Spain's president's, like, merch and, like, hat and drive around with his flag and shit. Like, I don't know why it was something that we've almost completely normalized. It's weird. It's so weird. Um, also, jumping back to the whole capital thing, capital raid, um, I'm sure you guys all know about that. Um, first of all, I watched the whole of the Hunger Games, um, like uh, t uh, like in the past couple of days, because obviously they're like two hour long movies. But um, I finished it, and I was like, "How weird is it that this is literally the Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part One and Two, personified?" Is that not weird? Is that not weird to anyone? I don't know if you guys watched Mockingjay Part 1 and 2. But in Mockingjay Part 1 and 2, basically the rebels um, raid the capital um, because the capital is obviously like putting on these Hunger Games and they don't care about their people and this, that and the other. And I'm like, is that not exactly what Donald Trump is trying to do? But with like, it <laughs> weird. Obviously Trump is the opposite of the rebels. It's like, 
the extreme capital raiding the capital but you know whatever um yeah weird also in the capital raid we got to see the difference of you know people were constantly like oh black lives matter protests they were fucking crazy like blah. so this is another really important thing to mention we thought the black lives matter protests were absolutely insane okay and I'm, I'm, obviously i didn't i'm saying that like the media and white people and conservative people this is how they saw it so they saw it as like this completely insane out of control looting rioting thing and the capital was in danger and uh blue lives matter because uh police were getting harmed and and all of this and etc etc how weird is it that we saw it like that because of the media but we saw this capital raid like awful not because of the media no 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 but because of the actual life experience that people were posting on twitter and all of that because the media absolutely did not give a shit the media was like oh yeah they're being like i guess uh kind of like uh there's a little bit of like a a protest bitch that was a full-on fucking terrorist attack by your own country onto your own capital like i just it and my it's boggling but the only reason we saw that as an extremist attack was because of the information that we ourselves were looking for not because of the information that was given to us um and it makes you look back at the black lives matter protests and it makes you think how was the capital really in danger in that moment or were the black lives matter protesters just trying to make the capital listen okay i'm gonna give you those two options because i think that if you think about it now you're gonna realize and no at no point was anyone ever in danger during those protests except for the black people fighting for their lives no one else was in danger not the police, not the president, not the capital, nobody. Nobody was in danger, okay? Only the black people who had year after year after year had thousands of deaths because of that exact system that they were still trying to bargain with. Bargain with. That system that has destroyed their lives, they were still under control and and just putting an argument forward and saying this is our like these are our lives they may not be worth anything to you but they are worth a lot to us so if you can take that into consideration and please make a change that would be fantastic whereas these people they are not in any sort of danger at all any sort of danger at all and they chose to put everybody else's life in danger everybody else's including black people because imagine if they had won and they had actually done something after that capital attack because i 
I don't want to imagine it. But when you when you do, when you think about it, you realize who would be left with any rights? Who would be left with 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 any sort of just anything, you know? Um, so this is something that is, you know, it's, it's constantly going on in my head. I'm constantly thinking about it because that's, you know, it, it's fucking, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And it's something that we were way too quick to um, make jokes about. Um, I know I definitely made jokes about it because, and, and I still probably will, because it was one of those things where when you are shocked and when you are so scared sometimes to to process that whole situation you do just need to make jokes to make it more lighthearted because in that moment so many of us feared for our lives I like even if you don't live in America that's it's it's scary to think that it could have led up to something absolutely insane and I don't even want to think about how far it could have gone but um yeah and uh again those images of oh during the black lives matter protest they had fucking SWAT teams and helicopters and crazy guns and and all kinds of protection but the second white people come they're just like oh that they're one of us and above that they're fascists so they're definitely one of us and they're white supremacists so they are 100% one of us um how disgusting is that how disgusting is that and people were like why are the police where's the where are the people trying to get them out well like I put on my on my Instagram you never see Dwayne Johnson and The Rock in the same room you don't and you're not gonna see police in the same room as fascists because (laughs) they're the same people they're the same people and um as much as you want to deny that all cops are bastardized they are and that's that and and that's it um i don't want to go any further with this because i feel like i've said enough um i hope i've said enough i hope i've explained everything well enough um so the conclusion of all of this is no one's being censored by anyone um you've just broken the rules you've been suspended and that would happen to absolutely anyone on these types of social media um and yeah i hope you guys learned something from this podcast i know it doesn't tend to go this deep but i feel like it's very very important to cover some of these things especially when it's so recent and i'm able to to kind of spew what i'm thinking onto somewhere and kind of calm down take a breath and calm down after i record these podcasts because you know now i you guys know all of my thoughts and i'm able to just i don't have to repeat them again you know because if you guys want to hear my thoughts just listen to this podcast um so yeah i'm i'm really glad i've made this um and yeah so thank you guys so much for listening to this crazy crazy podcast but necessary one i have to say um i hope you guys have a fantastic day um and 
let's go Antifa, um, ACAB, and um, Black Lives Matter, bitch. Bye.